Hello, it's Natalia Lloyd and welcome to my podcast, Beehive Household. As part of my interior design business, my first chat with my clients is a deep dive into their lifestyle and daily routines to be able to understand how they use their homes. And this is where the idea for this podcast came from. So subscribe and listen to find out about the daily routines of my extraordinary guests, their mindset, their choice of interiors, but most importantly, how their life at home sustains their success and much, much more. Happy Christmas to everyone who is celebrating. And I must say, it's always very special to be recording holiday episodes to mark these milestones with all of you, my dear listeners and friends. These episode's guests are remarkable figures in the world of fitness and beauty, and I think it's very timely for some extra New Year motivation. So my guests are the lovely Alison Dillette and her husband Paul Dillette, who makes his celebrity appearance in the second half of the interview. Fitness and professional dance have always been part of Alison's life, but when she met her husband Paul, the world-famous bodybuilder, the passion for the industry multiplied, and ever since they have been the preeminent influences in the field. Paul Dillette first competed in professional bodybuilding when he took second place in the heavyweight division of the 1991 North American Championships, and following that, there were numerous wins on the, on the stages of Mr. Olympia, Ironman Pro Invitational, Arnold Classic and others. He's been featured in many fitness and bodybuilding articles, including being on the cover of Muscular Development magazine. In 2007, Paul and Alison Dillette founded the World Beauty Fitness and Fashion Competition, WBFF, which has been taking place twice a year on the best stages globally, bringing amateur and professional fitness fanatics to compete in a number of different categories like men's bodybuilding pro, muscle model, fitness model, women's figure pro, diva fitness model and diva bikini model. In this exclusive interview, you'll hear about this power couple's values, motivations, how they set up their home, what their family dynamic is like and what success comes with. This is the first time that I have interviewed a couple, albeit it happened spontaneously, but I'm sure that you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Today, I have an absolute privilege and I'm like super excited to have Alison Dillette on Beehive Household Podcast. Alison, thank you so much for joining me in such early hours of your day. It's absolute oh, privilege. It's such a pleasure to speak with you and meet with you today as well. Likewise, and we are talking and we're doing this interview during this Christmas period where a lot of people, let's face it, love food, love eating. There's this turkey, it's it's a season of a lot of treats um, and 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 food. And fitness is something we think about in January. This is the most popular month when yes. everyone starts um signing up for memberships, gym memberships, they start writing out their workout plans. But I am here talking to someone who is not just a representative, but one of the leading figures in the beauty and fitness industry. And Alison, you and your husband, Paul Dillette, both are CEOs of 
world beauty, fitness, and fashion show production. The one of the biggest shows in the world when it comes to bodybuilding and and fitness and beauty and stage presence and so much on. So I wanted to ask you, how did you get into this? What is your story like? How did little Alison step <laughs> on the path of um, of fitness to that level of um, professionalism? Well, it's funny, my whole life before I met my husband, um, I always was into fitness. I loved fitness. From I was four years old, I used to do the 20 minute workout with my father. And I still have the photos of, of me and my, you know, like little weights and, and sweat socks. Um, so I was always into fitness. I loved fitness and working out and dance. Um, and then when I met my husband, it was, it was a new world for me, you know, competing and what he did. I had no idea who he was um, and the celebrity status that he had in the industry. And, you know, after years of, of being together, I, I saw how passionate he was about the industry, but also how passionate he was about changing it and making it better. Um, and together, we truly, you know, brought our heads together and brought both of our professions together to really create something that was so unique, so different. And, you know, something that was more mainstream and accepted by, you know, not just the bodybuilding industry. I mean, now we've created a new path within the fitness industry that is just so unique. It, it really brings in so many different kinds of people, like, you know, from everywhere, from every aspect, we've even got the transformation category now. And, you know, these are people who want to take back their lives and lose weight and create goals um, for themselves to, you know, be healthy and bring a healthy lifestyle back. So we've done so much and it's been 15 years now with um, the world beauty that we've, you know, been, and now we're in every continent worldwide. It's very exciting. Um, We've had two years of, of a pandemic and we are hopeful it's going to get better. Um, so right. we're crossing our fingers that 2022 will be a lot more successful. You've recently been in London with the shows. It was in the, in the O2. Yes. When so we were so excited to be back in London, um, especially after the long break. Um, we really felt that we needed to show our commitment to our contestants that listen, whatever it takes, we are going to do this and mm -hmm. we are going to make it successful. And it was, and it felt great to, to have it, to have it hosted. That's fantastic. And a show of that magnitude and visual and, you know, the powerful effect of combination of everything is a, it's motivational B, it's a stunning performance as well. And C, I, I know not much about uh, bodybuilding, but I love fitness. And it, that got me, I, I could spend hours just going through the videos in the Instagrams and it's phenomenal what human beings I mean, can do. We, we don't even use the word bodybuilding. I you mean, don't, right. Because we are truly fitness. We are like everyone in the world wants to be fit. Everybody in the world wants to feel great. So truly that is what WBFF is. We've, we've created a new pathway where, you know what, everyone wants to work out. 
build their bodies in a healthy way and look fabulous. And so this is the message that we want to get out to everyone that anyone can, can strive and create goals to be at their own fitness levels. And I think that's really the key right there is that, you know, everyone has their own bodies, their own body types and their own goals. And for us, we welcome everyone to be a part of that. Meaning you, there's professionals as well as amateurs can compete in your competitions, right? We've got some high caliber contestants, males and females, but then we've also got, you know, ladies who are a little bit, you know, they've had their babies. They, they want to lose weight. Um, you know, they're at that age now where they've got a little bit more time for themselves. And they're like, you know what? I, I need a goal. I need a goal to achieve. So we have that category for these ladies who, you know, they want to just bring themselves back and feel great about themselves. And truly for me, this is the most special part of what we do because we truly change people's lives. And sometimes we just look at it as a competition, but it's, it's truly so much more than that. It's, it's, it's really like, you know, impacting so many people in so many different ways. And that to me is what is most special about what we do. Absolutely. Because it becomes a mindset, isn't it? It's the overcoming. And like you said, it's the goal that you set and you help that to be achievable rather than just to be um, in favor of professional people. And that's wonderful. Sometimes we need a goal, right? To create in order to achieve something. And if you don't have that goal, you're, you're not going to stay on, stay on track with it. So I think that for anything in life, creating goals is so important. I do it with my own children. Um, my daughters just overcame a goal that they had this weekend. And for me, again, I never teach them that the win is what's important. It's truly about the growth and, and what you work to achieve. So for anyone out there listening, it's really about it's really about the process. It's about believing in yourself. It's about pushing through all of the obstacles and hardships because we all have them. Um, so I think for, for anyone listening, it's really about creating your own personal goals. It's not about what others' goals might be. It's really what, what do you want for yourself to make yourself happy, to feel great, and to live your best life? It's that level of self-mastery, isn't it? And yes. it's, it's a very powerful message as well. What was it like for you? When did you get to understand that it's not about anybody else? This is, because it's a process, isn't it? You're not necessarily born with it. There's, there's certain situations and things in your life that shape you. And you mentioned your dad, who's been your inspiration and trained with you a lot. How did you get to that level of self-discipline as well, because there's a lot of self-discipline. It's, it's, it's a lot about self-development, self-mastery and self-discipline. Do you remember at any point in your life where you were like, this, this is who I am. This is, this is how I master this. This is my routine. I think that, you know, from a young girl, I was always busy. I always had um, a very busy schedule. I always had to multitask. Um, I never, you know, one, I was always a competitive dancer. I never won the biggest competition myself. However, I feel like by not winning that or not being that top person, it, it made me want to work hard to achieve, you know, what my goals were. And I feel now 
as I'm older, I'm sort of the person who wants to inspire those who didn't make it or who didn't achieve something. And it's sort of like, no, you can do it if you keep working hard for it. And as a mom, I do it with my own daughters. I always teach them to always be the better person, to be kind to everyone, to congratulate their friends when they when they win and and my kids don't because it's it's really about the person who you are it's not about you know being on top and i learned that it's about being genuine kind because really that's going to make you feel better and know that you can give so much more in the end of who you truly are um and i feel that just by growing up and learning those um, on my own, it helped me to, to become what I am today. I love it. How do you process? Because when you, when you go into fitness at that level, your body becomes a point of discussion Mm -hmm. and it can mean good, but also bad things. What helps, what would be your advice at that stage or at that level? How do you deal with praise and criticism? Because you, you do have to put your body on display and it, it does become a point where anyone thinks that they can share their opinion. And let's, let's put it this way, you, you can't please everyone, right? It, the industry is quite unique where, you know, we are picking apart some of the most beautiful people in the world. And, you know, for, for someone who might be watching in the audience, they would have no idea what, what on earth we would be looking at because they are all stunning. They are all beautiful. And, you know, sometimes I do think to myself, like, this is almost like, it's impossible to sometimes judge some of these incredible talents on stage. They go through so much to get there. Um, you know, we definitely have criteria that we look at. And for me, been doing it so long, I can pick it out instantly. But this is because we've got, you know, certain criteria and we know what we're looking for. However, in general, you know, these people on stage look incredible. You can just see it from as soon as they walk out on stage. Um, For someone who's never been to um, a world beauty fitness and fashion show before, I think their first time they would be stunned by the amount of talent um, that these people need to, how much they have to work to get to where they come on that moment on that stage. Um, There's truly a lot of work that goes into preparing for that moment. I can only imagine. And obviously off stage in the background, you have your unit, your family um, that you and Paul created. What is dynamic like between you two? Do you agree on everything? How is it, you know, there's obviously a professional world that you're so closely involved in and there's home environment and raising family and building family of your own. How does that dynamic work when you, when you work with your husband and you, and you live with them and how, how, how is this in your household? You know what? So myself and my husband, we've, we've always been best friends. We've always, you know, given each other our own, um, I guess, space for what we love to do. Um, we 
definitely have a great dynamic working together because I know not all husband and wives can, can handle working together. Um, he is so talented and he's so passionate about what he does. And I think I am his biggest fan because he does definitely inspire me every day. I could never do what he does. Um, but I know he couldn't do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, can, we get, can we get a little bit specific here? <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, please share. Off like write on a piece of paper, anything, because he, he just won't do it or get it done. Um, <laughs> I, I get to do all the hard work, like, you know, um, but yeah. yeah, he, he definitely is incredibly talented in what he does. Um, he is so passionate. I've never seen someone so passionate about just wanting these shows to be impeccable especially if he's there um it's it's really special when we can both be together um at an event because we we truly have you know a great working relationship and even at home he's the best dad the best husband um it definitely takes a village to run the whole family when we're traveling and the girls are at home and they've got their own commitments um it's definitely uh something that needs to be organized. It's, it's never a dull moment in our household. <laughs> uh, we just bought our girls a puppy and that oh. was years in the making and the waiting. Um, we're making it work, uh, because I definitely want them to, you know, be happy. I never had a puppy. So for us and for me, it was exciting as well, but definitely a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. And where's your home base? Is it in Toronto? So it is in Toronto, Canada. Um, we are, we're always moving around. <laughs> right. We, um, we, we started out in Canada actually with our events. And then because of, of Paul's influence around the world in the industry, we, we grew into many different countries worldwide. And now after 15 years, we are in every continent around the world with, with WBFF. So it's been a really exciting journey and growth. And we're just keep moving forward and keep growing WBFF around the world and just making it something that like nobody's ever seen before, something that's so unique, so special. Um, we just want everyone to know all about what we are, who we are, and truly the passion behind the brand, not just the show on stage, but what we want to give to everyone around the world. And just, you know, we promote so many of our, our, of our divas and our males. We create so many stars around the world and it's been so wonderful watching some of these girls thrive in the industry and creating a career for themselves. Um, it, that's truly what the special gift of what we do is, is seeing others succeed in the industry. Recognizing the talent, isn't it? And giving them a bit of a break and support. Yes. That's that's phenomenal. What's, um, so we touched a little bit on, on, on your house. What is your house like? As we are on Beehive Household, what is your house like? What do you like to have in your house? Is it um, certain styles that you follow? What is important for you? 
So my husband and I actually just, um, we built our home six years ago. It's, it's our custom home. It was our dream home. Uh, but my husband and I also are in the construction business. Ah. So he loves design. Uh, we both love design, but he's, he's, he's way more, you know, specific, particular than I am. Right. Um, we have a very modern classic house. Um, it's beautiful. I love my home. It's, it's the place where I feel safe when I come back from a long journey. Uh, it feels wonderful to just come home to, you know, what we've worked so hard for. We love design. Um, I just put a new countertop in my house last Christmas. So very nice. Oh, yeah, please, we're, please share some pictures with me. My, my, Cal, my Calcutta marble countertop that nobody's allowed to like set their fingers on <laughs> because as soon as, as soon as something drops on it, it will, but we actually leave a stain as well. Yeah. So that's my like, you know, on the side sort of nobody's allowed to like put anything on it unless there's something protecting it. So. <laughs> yes, yes, because marble is so porous, particularly in the kitchen, isn't it? It just will. But Paul's actually way more particular than I am in the house. He's actually the meat. I'm a neat, we're both neat freaks, actually. My mother says your house is not a museum, but we <laughs> just like love everything in its place. Um, a bit of OCD, right? <laughs> a little OCD. Paul is yeah. a bit more OCD than I am. Um, <laughs> But we're both very similar. And we were actually talking about our daughter this morning because she she was like moving this counter last night. And I was like, what is she doing? And Paul's like, well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's like, I feel it's because they've grown up in their home. And actually, they've always been really good, very good girls about, you know, not making such a huge mess. Actually, our youngest daughter is probably the worst one out of all of us because her room has the clothes on the floor, but I just let her be. I don't want to make her like OCD or I yeah. just, you know, she's like the free living child. And I just let her do. You what, accepted. What I, I love accept. it. How, but, how old are your daughters? Um, so our oldest is 14 today and our youngest is 12. So. Oh my God. Today. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is, so we, is there a celebration planned? There is tonight. Yes. Tonight. So with family, it's, it's a Tuesday night. So it's kind of a, a yes. strange, a strange day, right. To celebrate. It's yeah. But we, um, yeah, we're looking forward to that this evening with her. So. Absolutely love it. Definitely happy birthday. What a special day. I managed to, to catch it's you. Her, it's her champagne birthday. She's 14 on the 14th. Um, 15 years ago, we started WBFF. So she was in my tummy when we started, I was pregnant for the first like three years of WBFF. So <sighs> it was a very interesting beginning because I was pregnant at each event from our first. Um, and it just kind of like felt forever that I, I just wanted to get myself back and, yeah. uh, I'll never forget those years. And they were such great years and, um, such a blessing. So it's the best thing to be a mom. It's combining, isn't it? The fitness and motherhood and transformation of your body in a different way. You know, as a mother, you obviously, um, pregnancy takes you through a different type of journey and then 
how to how do you combine their fitness what, what was your routine i'm interested to know because again they are, you have such a major knowledge in the on the subject well yes i mean i i've worked out my whole life i i love being fit i love feeling healthy um i love to work out as well myself um i don't as much as i used to uh, again being a mom you've got you're on two kids schedule but i i still keep i still keep myself fit i think it's great to be a role model to other women and to show them that you know what even though you've got two kids some of our ladies have four or five children and they step on our stage and that to me is incredible it just shows us you know what if you want it there's no excuse you can achieve it um it's really just about creating that schedule in your day and make it a priority for yourself and you will find that working out definitely makes you feel better mentally physically you know and spiritually it makes you a better person um not only for yourself but for your family london is actually myself and paul's favorite place to to visit so it's is it so wonderful during christmas um usually when we have our show in london it's right at the beginning of the holiday season where That's everything right. created So, and the last time we were there in 2019, we brought our girls with us because it's such a beautiful time of year to, to come and walk, see the, the windows and be at Harrods and just see everything. It's so beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, Christmas time in London. I mean, any city just makes it special, but I absolutely love the season. And uh, your show is back to London in, I think, I believe in May. Is that right? So yes, we have two a year, um, one in May and November. It's been Mm -hmm. since I think maybe 2014 we've been in London. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful place. We, we love being there and, uh, there's always a great energy with our events there. So um, I would love to visit in May. I'll make it, I'm going to be looking out for the tickets going on sale. (laughs) We'd love to have you as our guest. Definitely. Oh, there's so much inspiration. It's incredible. It's, uh, I, I wish, I wish I was there in December because this oh, is you when, need- this is when you need it before to get the, um, you know, the figure for the new year. And, and but although May it counts in for the holiday, you know, the, the, the beach body, what they call yeah, the, the summer, right? You're getting the ready. Summer. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So- um, what I wanted also to, to ask you about, because as part of the working out and, um, in, in, in the industry where that's such a big emphasis and, you know, you and Paul competed professionally, um, Paul achieved also some incredible highs in, um, I mean, his, his physique is just, you know, back in the nineties is just mind blowing, isn't it? It's so much work, so much structure, so much uh, incredible. It's, it's almost physically impossible. Um, so much so much talent that I mean to to really appreciate what bodybuilding is and what he did you it's true you need to like exactly try and understand what it is it's truly building your body from the inside out yeah. um, 
and being so specific and particular with everything. I mean, the talent that he brought to the stage, I mean, he's inspired by his own photos, you know, um, just to think of all the work, dedication and time that just went into that. Um, when you, when you look at a photo, you just think, oh, he's a bodybuilder, but to really understand and appreciate what bodybuilding is, that's when you truly can, can step back and say, wow, like it starts, is- it starts from your head, from your mind, isn't it? To put so much effort and, and discipline. He is, he is so strong-minded and disciplined. Um, and I really think it definitely has to take someone to be like that with themselves because it's definitely, um, a lot of work and we know it from our contestants, how much they put into the preparation. And, you know, it is always a disappointment when not everybody wins because they work so hard, you know, to get to that stage. And, you know, for me, it's when I see that disappointment, it's almost a shame because it's really about, you should be celebrating what you've done to get to that stage to, get to, to, the, that, yeah. to the level, um, for yourself, you know? So, um, it's, it's, it really needs to be again about those personal goals and achieving those small, um, small setting goals. And, yeah. Small and- wins and celebrating really yourself exactly. rather than competing. Absolutely. And what comes with it, it's yes. Disappointment of the loss potentially and being too hard on yourself and feeling maybe um, what if you're not good enough? So that kind of puts, makes it, makes the necessity to have the right team around you. Right. And yes, it's all sorts of things can happen, all sorts of injuries. And just as an industry that there's a lot of, there's a, you know, potentially some people do it naturally. Some people take steroids and there can be some long run, um, disadvantages or problems that may arise from it and yes. that can be joint and cartilage damage, let's say, or some nerve damage from the wrong type of training. All of that requires to build the right team around you. How, how do you guys personally, um, do, do you still have, are you your own coaches, your own, because you know so much, or do you still look um, to have the right support for yourself, not the contestants, but for you to in your own um, training journey? So, I mean, for us at this point in, you know, our lives, we're really about, you know, healthy eating, healthy lifestyle. Um, and again, when you have such a busy lifestyle, it's so hard to, to do that. So again, it's about managing your time, having a good support system around you, having good help around you who can, you know, help you stay on schedule, making sure that you have healthy meals for your kids and, you know, having time for exercise within your busy day. Um, because it's, it's, it's always busy. Like there's, there's no moment of, a there's not a dull moment in our day. So it's, again, it's just about being organized and, you know, sometimes you got to just let it go, but it seems like being on such a busy schedule and, everyone in the house has their own, um, agendas each day. So again, it's just about staying organized and, and positive and having help, um, is, is so important. And I've touched a little bit about the downside of, um, of the fitness and to 
professional or that kind of high level. Um, and Paul himself, it's, it's you know, the, the, um, the situation that was very widely covered in, in media in 1994 coming, but as a, from the mindset perspective, um, it was in the, at the Arnold classic, wasn't it? That, um, Paul collapsed in the middle of his prejudging routine. And that can happen. This is something you, um, whether it's the right um, coaching or the advice he's received, that that can happen to the athletes of that level up to this day. But mentally, how do you overcome it? How do you, what, did you know him at that stage of his life? Did he, I did not. I did not know him. Um, we def, we met at the end of his more close towards the end of his professional career. So we were together when he was still competing. Um, and I, I did get to travel with him to many of his events. Um, but yes, it's, it's definitely about learning, you know, what you did wrong one time and not making those same mistakes again, um, for sure. And it's, it's, a learning, definitely a learning curve. This industry for a first time competitor, they will learn so much their first time competing. And that's why we created the WBFF to, to make it a more healthy, you know, lifestyle event where anyone can come and be a part of it. You know, it's, it's not, again, it's not about the bodybuilding. It's really about a fit, healthy lifestyle for, for everyone. This is beautiful. Right. I have um, a very aware of your time and your busy schedule. I have blitz questions and they are about household and about the, um, yeah, about your home and about your routines as well. What's your top book recommendation that changed your mindset? So I don't read too much because mm-hmm. always, but I do, I have read this psychologist and I was trying to remember his name because what I did learn from him was that talking is probably one of the most dangerous things we can do. And when I read that quote, I thought it was so interesting because it's so true, um, speaking is so important. It's so important to be able to relay what you think, what you feel, um, and also to, you know, be careful of the words that we choose, um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it can, it can be good or it can cause bad. So talking is something that we should all be aware of and learning how to speak and always thanking others and be gracious, um, so that is one thing that I've, that I've learned from, from reading his book. It, it, it's also, now I, got, I just have to cut you for one second because I've got my husband here. And he, oh my gosh. So, I, could, I could see a reflection in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Paul. <laughs> he was trying to, to hide. <laughs> that's, that's the real side of our life. So I thought I'd, I thought I'd bring that Hi, Paul, in. How are you doing? The, leg- the legends in, in the house. There you go. Two legends now. I'm very privileged. I know. I, I noticed her Christmas tree. <laughs> it's all Christmas. It's a Christmas episode. We I are. I should have done my episode with, with our tree. <laughs> well, th- this is, this is when the world is eating, you know, the December month is then whenever, but this is so important to bring you guys in just for yeah. inspiration a bit earlier than January when it's already too late and everybody is just trying to lose all their 
pounds that they gained. You know, today, so many people don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Christmas. I say Merry Christmas to everyone and who don't like it is just too damn bad for them. Absolutely. What are you guys, what are your plans for, the, for Christmas? Spend it with the family. It's all about family for us. In Toronto, yeah. Are you hosting? So, yes, we do it at home. Um, yes. And we're, we're going to be going to the Bahamas for Christmas as well. So Very nice. Who's, who's in charge of Turkey? Actually, my mom. My mom. Right. Yes, my parents do the Turkey. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a special guest appearance, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. For so I think you were, you were asking me, my second question was, which celebrity would you want at your home? Exactly. Yes. Who would, who I, would be? I, I, I have to say it's, it's my husband. I got to marry my, my celebrity. Her celebrity crush? <laughs> celebrity crush. Actually, right. it, it was actually not. Listen, he found me. I didn't find him. Oh, please, I, please spill some secrets here. How, I, who was chasing who? <laughs> Who was chasing who, Paul? I had to, I had to tell her who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know I who, bet, who I, I am. <laughs> oh, wow. Said, and she said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I had and to break on all the magazines for her. <laughs> of course, of course. So she had, she had no idea. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so how long, how long did it take before, before you melted away? Alison, how did, how did the, how did Paul do with his chasing? <laughs> you know what? He was really good. And I was, um, I was in school actually. And I remember him saying, oh, let's go out to eat. And I'm like thinking, I can't go anywhere. Like I have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah. I think that probably helped a little bit with. We have know, a, we have a, we have a restaurant chain here. It's called Swiss chalet. The so. like, like, like the, the, <laughs> it's like, like a, you know, like a, a nothing, just nothing level restaurant, like a, yeah. okay, even, right? Of like fast food. Well, yeah, it's, it's above fast food. It's yes. a little bit. Okay. Okay. So just a normal casual restaurant. But yep. that was totally I, casual, like below casual. And I had the, <laughs> the festive. And that special. was like our first like meal together. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I, I ate, she had a salad. And I'm like, oh, it was the worst salad. <laughs> how many, okay, how many years ago that was? Um, almost Ooh. like 20. 20 years, wow. What was the most extravagant thing that Paul did for you? Extravagant? Well, God, there's so many. He's done a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you, well, I, I spoil her because she deserved to be spoiled, so, you know. Wow. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, I'm the one who I'm the one who spends all the money. She's the one who said that's too expensive, and I go, nope, I don't care, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, if it makes her, ha if she's happy, then so be it, you know. But we, we, this we, is we amazing. Have, yeah, we have we have a great life, and you know, we we thank God every day because it wasn't always it wasn't always like it wasn't always like this. I mean, I came from absolutely nothing, zero, yeah. nada, you know. So self-made. And she just helped to make me better, you know? So um, I like to enjoy the fruits of my labor, right? 100%. It takes, it takes a team, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. There's nothing like... <laughs> I tell even, you know, all our contestants, I said, some of the best team for me is when, 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 there's a, when there's a couple involved, 
you know, they, they work, they work so much better and they become so much more, more successful. So much things today I see that just makes me shake my head, but I tell people I'm old school. I'm never going to change. And I'm black and white. You're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. And if you choose to love me, great. And if you choose to hate me, that's great too. I just see how different we are. (laughs) I I don't, I don't. I actually see a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's, it takes the core values, isn't it? To bring you two together. I just, I just don't give a damn what people think. As I always say to them, listen, I don't have to wake up to you. I don't have to go. You're not the last face I see at night. So Really, I couldn't give two shit, you know. This this I, is what we've discussed, Alison, isn't it? That you, that you can't please everyone, and so what's yeah, what's no. the point of worrying about it? No, it, you know, people are going to bitch and complain about every damn thing under the sun. I try to embrace life myself and Alison every day. You know, I say every day above ground is a good day, and every day that we're together and have our health and strength in our family, I say everything else is just icing on the cake. So I don't know why people bitch bitch and complain so much. Well, there are there are haters, and it comes from the place of um, of luck, isn't it? It never comes from abundance. It, it's it's always a place of it's a mindset thing, um, yeah, and it's a shame. And, it, and you, you, there's nothing but to feel sorry for those people. Um, but there are plenty of them because it. And if they have families, it also trickles down to their children, and children sort of like act the same way. And we need to know that our children emulate us and they learn from us. So this is what we try to teach our kids every day is, you know, be to a, good be a person. good person, be happy for others. Um, because you know what, when it's your time to, to shine, you want others to be genuinely happy for you. So yeah. I think it's, it's important to be, I think if you can be happy with others, that's such a, a nice, it's such a good yeah, be thing. happy, be happy for someone else's success. Like I always say, we're, we're, we're never, we're never jealous or envious of what anyone has, you know, we're mm-hmm. happy. We're happy with what we have and what we've built. And I find there's so many haters because they're not happy with, with themselves. You know, they're not happy with their lives. Um, and people just, people always hate on successful people, but they don't know they, they might see the final result, but they don't see the journey, right? Mm, exactly. They, they see the success, but they don't see the struggle, you know? Everyone works on their own assumption and um, the guesswork and judging everyone else's situation or path to success based on their own merits and their own limitations. So and that judgment, when it comes from outside, it, it doesn't matter, like you said, what you, what you have and what you're building that's change making. This is a statement, and you come from an amazing place of great values, kindness, and you you give to the world. You don't just take, and that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the core. It's, it's it, it, and this is the why I love the podcast and the messages, and it's so consistent throughout my episodes. Exactly that the kindness wins it all, and that's mm-hmm. ultimately. You know, be happy with yourself, compete with yourself, don't compete with others. It's, it, it, that's the, the core. Just compete with your yesterday self. And you guys, just epiphany of that. It's like every day is just a growth and evolvement and make, becoming a better person, building better things. Um, and it's beautiful. It's inspirational. Thank well, we you. Try, we, try to, we, try to motivate, we try to motivate everyone. You know, I think one of the best things, one of the best, one of the best satisfaction 
that I feel I personally can have is, um, you know, when you help someone else and we try to help as many people and we help because we want to help, not because we expect anything in return. Mm -hmm. If they say thank you, that's great. But if they don't, that's okay too. You know, we know, we know within our heart, you know, we, we want to do something good for someone else. And if they succeed, that's for us is enough gratitude, Mm -hmm. you know? So beautifully said, so beautifully said. I, I just wish everyone could take it on board and come from the same, but it's a journey for everyone. You just can't, you can only bring the message out there and just share and, and, and bring inspiration to people like, like yourselves um, out there to get their voices heard. It's so important. Um, now I have a, two, three more questions to go through. Household tasks you'd like to outsource, guys. What are household tasks that you... Um, you are you haven't you stay Paul you stay don't get shy. Uh, that's an easy one. Uh, take care of the dog. <laughs> what was that? Uh, outside source. Get someone to take care of the dog. <laughs> I feared that we had a new puppy. Yeah. 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 It's like. Well, there's there's many tasks in our house. There's there's the girls. There's driving them to school, which driving them to dance. Driving them to dance. You know, oh my gosh! You've got help for all of that, or you do it yourselves? Yes, we have. We do. We do have help because it would be impossible, um, right? Yeah, we had a dog. We, we, you know, it's funny. We had one dog before that we had to give back because the nanny didn't like dog, didn't like dogs. So we thought she was joking, but then we brought the dog home, and she wouldn't even look at the dog. I couldn't even look at the dog. So we needed a nanny more than we needed a dog. We needed a dog. <laughs> Yeah, so the poor dog had to go. So they decide now. But we, we have we distraught our our kids never forgot about that. So we oh. we revisited it. The, and Nanny had to go in the end. Well, yeah. she she's been she hasn't been with us for a while um, because she brought her own family to Canada now. So that was that was really nice that that she could do that. Um, yeah. And now we have another one, then she helps us. And she loves dogs. So and yeah. she loves dogs. There you go. Okay, so dog sitter and the carer, dog carer, that's what we're outsourcing. What's your guys' favorite meal of the day and why? Is it breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Definitely breakfast. Yep, Saturday, Saturday morning breakfast. Yeah, well, we... Saturday I, morning. Like What's crepes. on the menu? It's crepes. Saturday morning is crepes. Crepes, Okay. Yeah. My youngest daughter makes waffles oh, for yeah, daddy. She makes the waffles for daddy. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's so special about the waffles? Is it some toppings that you like, Paul? Well, very like, you know, watches the food channel, follows like the recipes, tries new ideas. Like she, she's the one that wastes. Both our daughters are foodies. Well, yeah, they both are. They're both are they? But yeah. they love, they love after, you know, being at school every day. Um, they love Saturdays because it's they, their day off. Yeah, they get to they make they make breakfast with mommy's help, and we all get to have breakfast together. And our girls, we love our girls because they're so they're so about mommy and daddy. They're so into mommy and daddy, and and we're okay with that. Like t- today, it's you know it's our oldest one's birthday, and, and you know instead of, she doesn't want to go out for 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 lunch with her friends, she wants to go out with mommy and daddy. So this is parents' them. goals. I've got two two yeah. girls as well. They a little bit smaller they six and four but Aww. this is this is parental goals 
um, yeah. when your children, when they are teenagers and they want to hang out with you two, that puts you in a cool category. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I, it's funny because our oldest is 14. I mean, she's still very magical. I mean, you know, they've learned, they've learned about Christmas now. Um, but it was, it well, the oldest one still wants to keep the magic. They want to keep it though. Like they're having a very hard time. And I, we don't mind that. Like, to stay you know, children. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I always say, you know, kids, some parents let their kids grow up too soon. And I said, you know what? They'll, they're going to grow up and, and they're going to have all the miseries that people have. You know, <laughs> stress of paying bills, stress of this, stress of that. When kids are kids, they should have no stress. They should just... Life, life should be, I don't care how much you're struggling. Your kids should never know the struggles. You know, I feel, I feel like a kid's life should be, should be, should be a great thing, you know? It's also the society, isn't it, Paul? It's the, uh, the social media and all of that. There's so much pressure. It just makes kids grow up so much faster. Too much pressure. Too Too much much pressure. pressure. Too much information being taught. Um, And I feel that parents, we aren't able to speak up enough about, you know, what we want our children being taught at school or other things or other subjects that people might not realize that it actually affects kids when you teach them at too young of an age because they don't understand other things yet um, or they're not mature enough to, you know, take in that information and, and understand what it means yeah. right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's always resisting as well isn't it when it depends you, you just need to hey know your child it's just all of that balancing not to be too pushy not to be too preaching you know to to be at their level yet to be the authority how to deliver that message for a parent is just another level and, of a- and, and just talk to your kids like we talk to our kids every day we ask them how was their day did anything happen um, I just think it's important because our two girls are so different. Our oldest will tell us everything. And our youngest is like, I'm pulling out information. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like, you know, she talks. And I think it's so important as parents to talk to your kids, you know, make them feel happy, feel comfortable. And right. I mean, Communication for- is key. Just like any yeah. relationship, isn't it? Whether it's with your husband or wife, with family members, children, yes. that's communication is, is king 100% and not to um, underestimate the, just the importance of that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the last question, I'm very aware of your coming on call, your dream house and location. Is it where you are now? Or if you were to choose, no strings attached to you, just if you would, would have chosen the house that you'd so- love to live in, and the place. I love where we live. Um, it's definitely our dream home. But my husband wants to move back to the U.S. Oh, um, whereabouts? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Why Florida, so, Paul? Because I hate the cold. <laughs> <laughs> we we only like snow on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I'll, I can take the snow two days before Christmas, and right after Christmas, get me the hell out. Just, just to have the white Christmas. Do you guys don't ski because that's amazing. Well, yes, I do. It, like I love skiing she, more than him. She, she's into skiing. Um, he was and, never uh, allowed to ski when he was 
competing, competing. professionally yeah. due to, you know, not get injured. So he didn't, he did when he was a lot younger. When I was younger, I, I you know, Our daughter's I'm, I'm originally from Montreal. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, but I'd rather water ski. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm just, I'm all about sun. And I just, I hate the cold. I hate the cold. I, so I love our home because again, I said that we just it, custom built it six years ago, like everything we wanted. And you feel so proud of, of where you live because you, you know that you've worked so hard and you know what you've done to get your dream, dream home. Like for us, it's so important. And we appreciate our home every day. But now I want to build her a dream house in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of extravagant, you know, the, the gifts and efforts. And why not? You can always, you know, live in between two houses and expand, yeah. isn't it? Love it. Okay. I, th- I think this is, I'm, I'm now I'm part of the family, family discussion. Like, are we moving? Are we not moving? <laughs> this is the sore point that I feel like I've pointed at. <laughs> isn't it, Alison? Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Oh, love it. Guys, thank you so much for was- coming on to We Have Household Podcast. I am I am absolutely thrilled. It's gonna come out just just before Christmas to share oh, okay. your beautiful message. Um and um this is nothing but inspiration and your energy, your vibe, your power couple status. And it was pleasure to get to know you too. Well, thank you for making your celebrity appearance as well. <laughs> <laughs> barging in on her interview yes. thank <laughs> you so much natalia it was such a pleasure and thank you for everyone listening i i hope everyone has a wonderful christmas and um happy holidays best for a happy new year a better 2022 for everyone 100 and guys where would uh, where can the listeners find you and what's the best way of connecting with you where to follow your journey and so, your events our events, our WBFFshows.com on Instagram. We are at WBFF Entertainment and I am at Alison Dillette and he's at Paul underscore Dillette. Yes, I will absolutely share all the context and I'm looking forward to now May show, which I'll make everything possible and impossible to, be, to, to, to have a look, to be at least in the audience to get the inspiration. I would absolutely love that. I would love to have you and I look forward to having you there. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beehive Household Podcast. Please don't forget to like, leave your review and share with your friends and family. For more information on the design services we offer, visit our website www.natalialloydinteriors.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Natalia Lloyd Interiors, as well as on LinkedIn. Bye now till the next episode. Look after yourselves and your loved ones.